Well, 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 welcome to the History of LHK one-on-one sessions. I'm Junior Francis, alongside our producer and my good friend, Eric Cole. Happy 2023, we made it. Yes, we, we lost a lot of wonderful people uh, along the way. This series celebrates and aims to preserve and promote the Skia Rocksteady and vintage reggae scene in Southern California and beyond through insightful conversations with legends and modern day talent, including those behind the scene. So whether you listen to us on podcast series or on YouTube, we wanna thank you for your support. Thank you abundantly. This special episode is our 2022 year in review roundtable with three key figures from the Southern California scene. Musician selector, uh, Bubba Sanchez, rather to be called the Bubba Master, but I want to just acknowledge his family members, Sanchez, <laughs> a singer, a composer, Miss Jackie Mendez, and veteran promoter, record label operator, Darrell Rubio. Yes. How you all doing? Hello, friends. Good. Hi. Nice, yeah, nice. Welcome. We all made it might come true, you know? Yes, welcome. Welcome to you all. Uh, we're yes. really excited about this uh, unique episode, um, the first of its kind. Uh, we're we're going to have a very insightful and fun conversation here. But first, uh, <laughs> happy 2022 to each of you three. Thank happy, you. How's happy, the year to you. happy New Year. Yes. Thank you. Wonderful. All right. Before we talk about <clears throat> 2022 highlights, which we're going to focus on, um, during uh, the back half of this interview. I want to get a little backstory on the three of you. Um, I know a lot of people from the scene have seen you out and about, seen you perform, seen you DJ, um, might have been paid by you, uh, Daryl, back in the day as a promoter or label operator. But um, let's, let's, um, let's either reintroduce yourself or, or introduce yourself. And Daryl, we're going to start with you. Um, as the elder uh, panelist, and I can say that because I, I'm I, I'm an elder as well. Um, but so, Daryl, talk about what the ska scene was like when you first started going to shows here in LA. Oh, wow, it's completely different than it is now. You know, everyone knew each other back then, of course, and everyone went to the same backyard parties as well and went to the same schools. Uh, but we had uh, a lot fewer ska shows back then. Um, a lot of East Coast bands. There wasn't a lot of, you know, the Southern California thing yet. Um, not and, until and, and when, you say, when you say back then, what year? Around. All I'm talking about, I got into the scene in 1990. So yeah. in 90, there wasn't much. We just had like Toasters Come Through, New York Citizens, Bims Bim, bands like that. There wasn't, you know, all the Blackpool stuff or anything, any of that yet. So, you know, we had backyard parties with the Scandals and you know, Imperials and, um, uh, you know, bands like that from back in the day, um, you know, before what they transitioned to, into now. Um, the uh, Federales were, you know, back then, that was one of the few ska ones. Of course, the Israelites and Rich, they've mm -hmm. been around forever. So um, there was very few, you know, ska shows, um, you know, maybe a handful a year, really, back then. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting enough. So in your case, what came first, your label stuff or you as a promoter, Daryl? Well, <laughs> I started the label first uh, because I used to go to a lot of ska and punk shows and there wasn't a lot of records out there. There was nothing out there, really. So I decided to put together, together a couple of compilations, put together some bands, put them on the label. Uh, then um, I knew a, a woman from Northern California. Uh, she did a thing called the Scalander. And when I had my first album uh, came out, it was Generic Skaka. It was a compilation. 
um, she introduced me to Luis. And uh, what year was that? No, that was 95. Oh, 1995. Yeah. Ni so, yeah, so Luis and I got together and went to some shows and uh, got to know each other. And then he did the uh, record release party at Las Palmas Theater in 95 uh, for the um, the first CD we released. And it was, you know, I was in debt debt to him for that <laughs> ever since. And, and for the record, that's Louis uh, Korea of, of Steady Black Beat. Cool and Steady Steady Beat. Right. So, so what, and what was your process for choosing the bands to put out? I put out whatever I like, anything that sounds great to me, Got it. you know? And so I like everything, trad ska, ska soul, you know, rock steady, reggae, ska punk, punk ska. So I'm just, you know, vast array of different, different, uh, types of ska genre that I like. And how were you able to reach uh, musicians? What was the process? I, I went to every show. <laughs> I went to, just oh, like I, I still do. That, that, the most personal <laughs> approach, right? Yeah, and I just talk to them and say, hey, you got anything out? If you don't, you know, I could put, you know, put together an album or whatever. So, yeah. but that, back then, you know, comps were, were right. the way to go to hear bands and stuff like that. It's a lot different now. You know, mm. we, we had to, uh, you know, when we promoted things it was all uh, cut and paste you know we really didn't have the internet or anything back then so yep. it was a different time how, how many how many compilations or how many releases <laughs> on stiff dog did you did you put out i put out two comps and i put out three four four releases i believe um from some of the the ska type bands and, and, uh, and that were those, out there. which were those bands uh the first band i put out was called the hippos um, it was a pop punk ska band from the, the 90s, mid 90s, um, 96, 97. We had some good years there. Uh, put out Melting Pot. They're from San Pedro. Uh, uh, the Adjustments, they were a band called Janitors Against Apartheid before. Um, put them out and um, a live album by Melting Pot also. Um, but yeah, there, that was it. But mainly I was the, part of the Steady Beat crew. So that's and where what I learned. And kind of sales you guys were able to generate back then? I'm sorry. What kind of sales number? Just off the top. Nobody oh, else. yeah. We keep it a secret. No. <laughs> you know, many thousands back then. Um, the hippos was my biggest thing because they, they went uh -huh. to a major label. But um, other than that, it was basically just, you know, indie stuff and, you know, just whatever I liked and went on tour with the bands. And it was just great. Great times back then. Bubba, Bubba in the first row. Yeah, I wanted to say a, a fun fact about the hippos is that I believe it's their trombone player is now Billy Eilish's manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I believe Danny. the singer became like a hip hop producer or something. Yes. I, I, oh I, yeah. Dan, Danny Ruckuson. Danny Ruckuson's Billy's manager. I just saw him a couple days ago. We had her concert. So he, he hooks me up, which is great. Nice. Um, he just hasn't introduced me to her yet. That's what I'm still <laughs> um, uh, Ariel went to uh, go on and he he's a Grammy award winner th three time. So he he does stuff with uh, Haim and um, uh, many other bands. Um, I forgot Actually, the other one I just saw. Stuff, um, yeah, he does he does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of producing um, there. And then um, Rich Zonizer is the other uh, trombone player. He does a lot of stuff too. So the guys all went on to do good stuff. Lewis and you know and they he does Lewis Castle and um, and uh, James Berry and they do soundtracks for albums now too. So. Okay. But they were young guys, you know, back in the yeah. day. Do they all know that if it wasn't for you and Stiff Dog, they would not 
I get, I get, I get my accolades. It's, it's nice. It's nice. And how they introduced me to <clears throat> bigger wigs now. So, I mean, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. And then, and then um, if you had to guess, how many shows did you do live shows, whether it was solo or with, with uh, steady beat or, or any other promoters and for, and during what window of time were you active, uh, most active as a promoter? Uh, it was 95 through 99. Um, and it was, we did, I, Luis and I did tons of co-shows together, uh, yeah. both you know, the trad ska and the, the ska thing <laughs> to a lot of them in uh, Terasa Hamai and oh, yeah. uh, there's a two ball. That's where I, that's where I first became familiar with Stiff Dog was one of those, uh, those shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and I met, uh, through Luis at, uh, one of the Marley festivals in 90 something. Oh, yeah. Down in Long Beach Arena. Yeah. 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 I used to go to those every year. It was around Valentine's day every year. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Great. Yeah. Yes, and I know Jackie, you've been waiting like a coach lioness to uh, join the conversation. <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you where you grew up and your, some of your uh, biggest musical influences as a child growing up here in Southern California. Uh, were you uh, born and raised here in Southern California? Uh, South Almonte, California slash El Monte. Um, so El Monte is more like North. And I only mention this because some people just want to be like, I guess politically correct, like South Almani, Almani. So I pretty much lived all over those two cities, San Gabriel Valley. That's pretty much where I grew up. Um, I want to say like my introduction to just like music in general was, I guess my family, they listened to a lot of Spanish music. So that was always around. I had a little bit of everything like Spanish, 80s and just all that stuff, but I didn't really get have any family or people that are older than me to show me ska or punk rock so I kind of found it on my own I guess through just I would say No Doubt was probably one of my earliest influences all those bands especially like in the third wave scene because I feel like that kind of was around when I was in middle school high school so a lot of those bands that you guys probably saw like way before they blew up. Um, those are the bands that kind of influenced me, like watching, you know, Say Ferris and Dancehall Crashers. So, cause they were like women fronted bands. So, and then um, as far as like punk rock, I would say like X and, you know, Blondie. I mean, I know they're not like super punk, but they were like around in that time. Yeah. Um, the Clash. Oh my God, there's so many. And then going more back, like people like Mary Wells, Eddie James, uh -huh. just, it's like goes all over the place. So yeah, like, yeah. As far but, as I, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I know you sing um, Rocksteady and Skia. Uh, your first Jamaican legend, first exposure, who was a legend you was first exposed or actually saw in concert? I would say the first was Alton Ellis. And mm -hmm. till this day, I feel like he's definitely one of my tops. Um, but that was the first, I want to say like, you know, as far as going back to rock study, all that stuff would be Alton Ellis. Um, Remember where you it, saw him? Uh, I actually got location? to see yeah. What happened? Remember the exact location where you saw him? Uh, it was actually at the Henry Fonda Theater. You threw oh. that show. <laughs> it was a legend. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Oh man, that was, was a young. My gosh. Younger. And his son Christopher was there. Well, That's where he made his debut. 
yeah so i was lucky enough to catch that show because i didn't really um get in involved in all that until a little later i feel like i kind of backtracked as far as getting into like ska and all that it's like i obviously started with the bands that were around at the time and that were active and then because of the bands that they would talk about that influenced them and i'd be like oh who is that and then i discovered like the two-tone era and then i realized wait some of these are covers and yeah. once i i felt like i heard the originals of those i just like fell in love with the style yeah. I'm like i couldn't stop like i mean i'll always you know respect as far as what i got into like my introduction but once i found that it was over like i just was hooked so I mean, that's the case for a lot of people yeah <laughs> yeah so that show introduced me to like just the scene in general i mean i went to shows before that but i want to say that show specifically so thank you for that was uh I'll never forget it. I mean, that, that was the only time I got to see Alton Ellis, unfortunately. I tried to see him again. Uh, I forget what venue it was. I don't even think it's around anymore, but it was in Hollywood. And he had another show, like, maybe a few months later. It was up in Hollywood and Highland. Yeah, that was his last show. It said, it said that it was, uh, well, it didn't say it was 21 and over, and I was under 21, and I showed up all, like, excited. Like, I'm going to get to see just him, you know? And they didn't let me in. So I didn't get to go. And my friend was older. So we're like, he picked us up. He was from Victor. I'm like, you just go ahead and go inside, dude. Like, we'll wait outside. So I literally listened to him from like outside. Like it was pretty sad, but yeah. but that was probably the the first time and the only time I saw Alton was at that Reggae Legends show. Yeah. It was epic. It was so epic. It really was. Yeah, I'll never forget that show either. Um, Jackie, who were the first set of musicians that you worked with? Like in general, as far yeah, as... Just, yeah, just in general, as far as whether it's recording or live or or maybe some that you've worked with the most over the years. I guess when I'm going to go, when I'm talking about like my, as far as my solo stuff, yeah. um, the first set of musicians that I worked with was, uh, they were under Angel City at the time, the Hurricane. So it had Dan Bauer, uh, Zach Pike. Um, oh my god I'm going blank right now Scott Abels Scott, yeah. uh, Brian, Brian Dixon I think Jeff Govan did a couple tracks too and then Brian Dixon, yeah. Dixon so they were like the first I guess when it comes to that specific style that I worked with right. as far as my solo you know my whole solo career those were like the first dudes luckily that I got to work with <laughs> some top notch and and the, and the yeah it was a treat man I mean they were like the first ones that I linked up with as far as going towards more that style and genre yeah so I got linked up with them and that was it and let's get the let's first get ones that I recorded with let's give props to Angel City uh Wally and 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 Mark mm -hmm. the crew there, and now, so. so now you work with Joe uh we should also be honest uh, mm -hmm. doing, uh, doing more um i guess soul yeah um well i did a recording with i actually did uh two recordings with them it was kind of something we've always wanted to do it just never really happened uh -huh. yeah i feel like everything happens at the right time or timing is everything so i actually recorded two tracks with joe and they weren't so they were reggae tracks but they're uh covers we did um Deep Down yeah. in My Heart by the Clarendonians. And then we also did uh, Stranger Cole and Patsy Todd, Tell It To Me. 
I've always loved that song. So that, those were honestly like just, he picked his song that he always wanted to do. And I kind of presented that song. I always loved it. So we recorded those two tracks together, but I would say now I'm mostly working with uh, Eric from the Study 45s, right. the bass player. Yeah. Any particular style? Um, well, he has his label Blackbird. So he's recorded his band, The Illusions, which is Soul. And then I'm the second artist that he's pressed. So we're doing more like reggae, but a mix. Yeah, yeah. But the last uh, record we put out is, is reggae, rock steady. Mm, right. And how is the sales of bar? How does it sound? Um, yeah, no, no, honestly, that's a different question. Uh, <laughs> so how is it moving? Are you, are you happy with honestly, the Honestly, I'm so, I don't know what to expect. I feel like we both just kind of, always liked working together. I mean, we've experienced playing for so long, touring, and we always would have these ideas like, oh, what if we did this song? Or mm. it's kind of like that. Like whenever we get an idea, we'll just like hit each other up, like just pops, the light bulb goes off. And so I was like very pleased with, I guess, just how much support we got. Mm. We're literally doing it on our own. I mean, we're two friends just kind of like teaming up and saying, hey, let's, do this together you could record you know how to you know what you're doing <clears throat> and he was really happy to work with me too as far as you know me wanting to press something with him and I was excited it just feels great to like have that independence and it, it's a lot of work but it's very rewarding you know and it's great to see the support that we get I mean I feel like I'm happy with what we got we you know, have a few records online, we sold out, and then we had a record release show, and <clears throat> I'm not sure if it sold out, but I think it was, because it was at uh, El Cid, so it's a small place, but it was still packed, yeah. and just seeing people there supporting something that we pretty much did on our own is, like, I don't know, it was a really good feeling, so I feel like so far we've been getting some pretty cool feedback. Yeah. So um, the name of the song, so your fans and friends and supporters can go looking for it. What's the name of the song and what platform? Is it on all downloading platforms in addition to being in? It is, yes. Yeah. So you'll find it on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, so you could go on the Blackbird Records Instagram page. You can go on my Instagram page. And it's going to be under my name, Jackie Mendez. And the two songs that we pressed, uh, the side B is... A cover of Baby I'm Yours by uh, Barbara Lewis, but we did it rock steady style. So that's like one idea that we've had like for years and years, but we didn't actually do it till I want to say last year, we finally recorded it. And then the other song is Red Flag, which is side A. That's my original. So it was a song I had put together quite a few years ago. And then I just kind of presented it to the guys that are playing with me now. And we went in the studio at Eric's spot and we recorded it and that was it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about um, some of the live shows that you were part of uh, this in 2022 and some that you have coming up. But let's let's turn our attention to Bubba, the Bubba Master. Last <laughs> definitely not least here. Um, so Bubba, we first met when you were at Swingers College as a DJ. Yes. Um, yeah, WPMD, where people make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> WKRP, what? <laughs> um, w WPMD. There we go. Uh, you've you 
you DJ, you're a selector around town, you, you're a musician. Um, you were a musician first, right? Before, before a selector. I mean, obviously you were radio DJ first, but, but um, right. But, and you've, and you've been a part of numerous bands over the years. Right. Um, one massively important one right now in the untouchables, but talk about some of the earlier groups that you were part of. So, um, kind of and, like, and, and around what time you got into the scene. Yeah. Like kind of like Jackie, uh, I got expo- I got exposed to ska during the uh, let's call it the Orange County ska boom, yep. like ninety five to ninety seven era, when you could hear ska on K Rock, Sublime, No Doubt, all of that stuff. I'm staring at Aquabats. <laughs> I have an Aqua Cadet Award right back there. Where I <laughs> nice. Oh. Um, and so the first band I was in out of high school was called um, Reload, and then we changed it to Stocking Roxy. And then I think that band's probably played some shows with Jackie in one of her previous bands. I'm like, wait a minute, my bad. I don't mean to interrupt, but I used to talk to this this singer on Instant Messenger. I don't even know how that happened, but literally you would just talk to everybody. But yeah, just, yeah that's I, a trick. I, yeah, exactly. You would just like hit up who I used to harass Travis Barker. Wow. Wow. I, and then I met him later in life, hoping he wouldn't remember who I was. I hope, <laughs> I hope he doesn't remember who I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like a third wave. It was uh, like a third wave female fronted ska band. We did a lot of the, um, we did, you know, a lot, a lot of Safe Ferris, No Doubt covers. We wrote songs. And then I ended up parting with that band and I joined um, the Israelites. Now, the thing is, when I was in high school, my parents were kind of like, didn't let me do a whole lot i was their oldest i they were young when they had me they you know what they didn't you were, know you were chill, you were chill the boundaries it. are you know when you're in high school and stuff like that so i didn't really start going to shows until i was in a senior and then my friend's mom would take us to shows or whatever very few and far between but um so i I remember I was promoting a show for one of my other side projects at, um, I don't know if it was a West Coast United show, but it was a show that Rich put on in Uptown Whittier and Derek Morgan was playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then was playing yeah. and we were listening in the alley. And then we went around front and then Derek Morgan got there. And I didn't know who Derek Morgan was. I was just like, Oh man, there's this this old Jamaican dude got out of a van, with, like the agro lights. Where they were the agro lights. Yeah. And I was like, cool. You want to go to my show? <laughs> I was listening to my radio show. You know what I mean? Um. And so, <laughs> I tried to sneak, and I had no money at the time. Rich didn't let me in. He didn't know me. But shortly thereafter, we did meet. I joined the Israelites. <laughs> playing trumpet i got the full ska 101 and everything from rich um and uh it was also around the time i started doing the radio show so my first radio show was a lot of mix of two-tone and third wave and then um slowly getting more exposed i had a guest on i started having guests on and i had jason lawless on rest in peace yes and jason was like oh yeah you got and the great thing about jason was he was into everything as well right he was into everything so 
he he had a little bit of this a little bit of that international music all kinds of stuff and so then that was also the time when the um the trojan box sets were coming out oh yeah so i was loading up on trojan box sets reading the back of the cds the great thing about the trojan box sets is it had stories in the back of the CD. yeah yeah so you could do all your your learning and at the same time i'm playing with the israelites right um shortly thereafter i'm still playing with the israelites um at some point rich moves so we only play reunion shows and i start playing with spanky who used to be in i think kingston 10 and c spot um and so we had a band called kingston a go go mm -hmm. and that band come pops up every now and then um yeah. we backed up the tenors right before the pandemic uh which was pretty sweet um nice and you know went in and out of bands and then at some point i also started djing and that was a little bit more recently throwing um dj events here and there i it, it's all a blur to be honest with you there were some <laughs> garage bands in there i played in which was a lot of fun um and you know i don't even remember the original question <laughs> well but you did didn't you had a you had a group bubba and the boys too right bubba and the boss boys yeah so oh, yeah the, and the you played movie movie lounge right the predecessor to that was the pedal tones oh there we go right. yeah, I, I remember and, that. right pedal tones yes. right <laughs> and that yeah. band okay so that band started in 2004 and it was actually originally started by dan lauren who plays in the delirians now he plays trumpet um and then he had me he had esco chris for those of you that remember esco chris mm -hmm. yeah, he's yeah. still around he's still like, yeah, he lives yeah. up north now yeah um and a couple of other guys and we didn't have a name and then at some point the other guys we replaced them and then we played a show at blue beat lounge and we didn't have a name and chris murray just called us no name as yet or something like that <laughs> i don't even remember who we oh, that Chris. <laughs> yeah he's like well just come play i mean you guys have a band right you guys have a set we're like yeah maybe 20 minutes he's like come on down let's do it <clears throat> um shortly thereafter we named it the pedal tones at some point dan moved and then at some point chris moved and so i was just trying to get new guys and then right. eventually i i uh, switched it to bubba and the boss boys because it just ended up being me and whoever i could get um and yeah but that that band a lot of people remember the pedal tones like a lot yeah, of people, yeah yeah um we were jerry's favorite band from the jerry had been asking me to join the untouchables since the inception of the pedal tones wow uh, my roommate goonies look her up goonies tattoo artist Go yeah, tattoo. I, um she remembers us uh she's seen us at chain reaction a few times um Dave Gambler from Gambler's Mark, who's a, a rockabilly psychobilly band, who me and Jackie used to play with a lot, uh, mm -hmm. like 2007, 2008. Um, sorry, little technical stuff going on here. Uh, we played with Gambler's <laughs> Mark, and Pedal Tones were Dave Gambler's favorite band. And we played at his birthday party in 2009. We did a war medley. Oh, get this, Jackie. Do you remember that? We opened. I'm up like, I honestly <laughs> forgot about that. No offense, but yeah, no, it's like okay. Said, it was a good party. 
we opened up with the introduction of Sunday morning by no doubt, right? So we went do 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 and everyone's like, What's going on? This isn't the pedal tones since when you cover no doubt, and then boom, slipping into darkness. Wow. What yeah, yeah. So so Bubba, you you mentioned Jerry, Jerry Miller, uh yeah legend here not only in los angeles but 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 all over um the scott mod scene so so yes. you finally gave in and did join so so when did when did that come about so we had so jerry jerry's like bubba when are you gonna play bubba when are you gonna play and i'm like jerry i play in guiernes Teresa. oh that was another band i played in scott core band for for a long time um um i he's like when are, that's a long story too but he's like, when are you gonna play with us? And I said, Jerry, I play in this other band. They're my main, they're my main girl, man. You're the, <laughs> you're the side piece. So um, you can't be the main girl right now. And he's like, oh, I really want you to commit. And so, what what started happening is, if we ever played a show together, or sometimes if I was available, I would sit in with the Untouchables, and I'd start, you know, learning the songs and playing with them and. And then that's and then around I want to say 2017, so fairly recently, um, it, it it I like officially joined. I ended up officially joining. I think I played with them at the uh, Back to the Beach Festival. Oh yeah, right. And that was that was a that was a kind of a fill-in situation, and that's before we brought the horns back as well. But shortly thereafter, I started just playing with them regularly. We got some horns back in. And now, I mean, I would say if, if you have the opportunity to go see the Untouchables, now is the time to see them. Um, we yeah. have keys and horns back. The Untouchables are playing mm -hmm. for a very long time with no keys, with no foundations. And it, 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 it wasn't the sound you know what i mean yeah. right of course if you remember the songs and you could sing along and still have a good time but but it's it's happening it's now. Fuller, it's a fuller sound again <clears throat> yes exactly um and um and uh you know we we had the panel at the uh, grammy museum for those that yeah. was, that was a fun time with the box boys yeah that was excellent that was that was, was a highlight. Museum. there were so highlight. many awesome people there yeah yeah and hopefully Hopefully we'll soon be able to share some good news about that event that was recorded um, in October yeah. 21. So, so stand by for some, mm -hmm. hopefully some good news coming up on that. But um, And there's also <laughs> going to be some really cool show announcements for the Untouchables this year too. So um, I you're, you're, jumping, you're jumping ahead, Baba. You're jumping ahead. Okay, buddy. I'm sorry. So, so let me take you back to the past. What are some of the highlights? Some highlights of the Untouchable. High moments up to this point. Ooh. Back to the beach was great. And I'll tell you why, because on Saturday I opened with Viernes Trece and on Sunday I opened with the Untouchables, which means I got into the show for free both days. <laughs> and I, 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 I pinched myself and I'm sure Jackie can relate to this. I pinched myself because I remember when I had joined the Israelites and we first opened when I was in the band, I know the Israelites had played with the Scottalites many times over the years, but when I joined the band at the end of 2002, and then I think we played with them in 2003 or four at the glass house, like that, 
and you know i i knew the weight of that i knew this is the original bass and drummer these are the guys that invented the backbeat for ska and you know it was i think i was 19 at the time so it was a real big deal to me and everything after that's been um icing on the cake i mean playing with the with english beaten dave wakeling mm-hmm. um there's bands i haven't been able to play with yet that i would love to um but there's bands that i have played with that's been great just you know meeting people and last year we did a few 80 shows um so i got to meet some of those artists yeah um super cool hopefully <laughs> i get to play with maybe the selector at some point um there's been a few opportunities where i was supposed to sit in with bad manners that for one reason or another didn't pan out um, one of them being the pandemic mm-hmm. but um well you, you never know, know what the future holds right right and then have even you now, with any jamaican legends what's have i mm-hmm. i mean the only the only ones i've played with thus far have been um the scottalites and um and backing the tenors oh nice okay yeah. only right some people have not any right and even to go back to my high school days i mean now i'm i'm friends with like a lot of the say ferris guys you know and some of the other bands during that time that i know on a personal level now it's 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 uh high school bubba would be pretty stoked yes an awesome ride for you awesome right Um, so let uh where we are now we have to i think we want to look at uh 2022 which was we are we're gonna we're gonna uh reflect back on 2022 however daryl um one more question for you Mm -hmm. back around uh because i know that you have some some stories uh as as a promoter um uh can you share either a highlight from from your promoter years or 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 a low point or a wild story (laughs) anything anything of the um uh memorable story well i can show i have i have several lowlights and highlights but one of the lowlights was and it was my first show ever was at dizzy debbie's it used to be called king king then they changed it and i was just learning how to do shows and and uh i would you know, be a runner for Luis at his shows and stuff like that. So when I first did my show, I invited uh, ME330 and Slapstick to come down because uh, they were in Northern California, but ME330 didn't show up. Only Slapstick did. And it was a bad show. It was horrible. I lost money. And so I called Luis to come bail me out. So he's <laughs> never let me live that down. Um, but I, I did get another couple of bands on the bill, which uh, which was good. So that was a really a low light. And I learned from there, which was great. So I'm glad I had that, that, you know, stepping stone, uh, you know, untouchables reference there um, to go ahead. And uh, I knew exactly that losing money was going to be. <laughs> yeah. um, probably one of my highlights is um, I had a great show. This was when some of these ska punk bands were getting big, but I had a, a show with um, I think Luis and I did at the alligator lounge in 96 or something. But we had Less Than Jake in town to play. We had Buck 09 play. We had a um, an appearance by the Suicide Machines because they just got signed to AM. So they were in town recording. We had Meal Ticket and we had the Hippos. And so that was a huge show. Pretty heavy show. Um, so that was a big one. We had a lot of stuff and we just had lots of great shows, you know, over the time and some good, some bad. But uh, 
Oh, I, actually, I'll say the lowest one, and Luis will remember this, is Skazuka 2 at Tarasa Hamai when we neglected to get a permit, but we sold out the show. So when the cops <laughs> shut us down, Luis said, this was part of being a promoter. He said, you need to go on stage and tell everybody, show's over, and we got to give them their money back. We're talking about hundreds of people on that main stage. And so I went up there, people are cursing at me and yelling at me. And then he made me give everybody their money back at the door on the exit, at the exit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Luis is already down the street driving. <laughs> <laughs> he had the car, he had the car revved up and everything. So that was, that was probably a low light. That was bad, but uh, yeah. You were, no bodily injuries, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's, it's, it was bad all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aww. <laughs> Those are not fun times. No. Uh, all right. So now let's have some fun. Thank you. That, 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 those are some great stories and introductions and, um, clearly we can go on and on and hear more and, and throughout the rest of this interview, I'm sure your experience and, 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 and your, uh, shows that you've attended or played will, will come into play here. But, um, why don't we start with some live performance highlights? I, I always think that 2022 was probably the first normal non-COVID year, right? Uh, compared to the last few years, um, clearly COVID is still around, but, um, a lot of fun shows. I definitely got out more this this last year than, than I have previously. Um, but in no particular order, anyone want to share maybe um, you know the first half of last year? Any 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 highlights? Whether it was touring bands, legend shows, um, local bands. Jackie could be your show. Bubba could be one of your performances. Daryl, you also attend many. I know some social media from talking with you. You also attend many non-ska reggae shows as well that you could you could obviously talk about too but free form here let's let's uh let's hear from from you all i can to... say one one highlight i loved it was i know it was jackie's band played and you know i've known wally forever so you know it was like a, but it was a big reunion i think i i saw you i'm not sure if i saw you guys there but uh a lot of people came out tommy from allerton's came out uh robert you know was there too uh he, he came out and he's all in all the bands too um, but it was when Jackie's band played with uh, Western Standard Time oh, yeah. and 345s. Uh, yes, and Mr. Kingpin came out from Texas and from uh, yes, right. Um, where was that? Uh, I forgot what Don Quixote was that. Yes, Quixote. Yes, Donkey, yes, yes. Don Quixote yeah. is that how you, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. Ted was spinning that that, yes. that day too. That was, that was what we were talking about that show. Oh, parking was a little challenging. <laughs> that that was yeah, it was. Uh, I got but that was a great show. That, that, that was, was just March. I think that was March ish, right? It was what? Early March, maybe last year. March, yeah. Yeah, yeah that but that was just an excellent show. Jackie Thank was you. great, uh, you know, then uh, with the backup band too. And uh I think I think Crease uh played on with every band. Yeah, with every band yeah. that night. <laughs> I think that's what it was too. Yes. So yeah. after that, I feel like he just plays with everyone. He's like the drummer right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time Good. after that show we would be like oh is it another Chris fest like because yeah. he was like with every band uh -huh. yeah that, that was, he killed that was, it man yeah killed it yeah yeah and, and jackie your your duet with joe too was also powerful that night yeah that was fun i was actually gonna bring that show up too because that's like the first one that pops in my head as far as the beginning of last year i don't know i could be wrong if I did anything before that so yeah but that one was like the one that comes to my mind because I felt like 
it was a really dope show and the response was great Mm -hmm. And I also fell on stage, but I don't think anybody saw. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you didn't get hurt. No, actually, I played it off. Like I would hope that I did. Like kind of like the way Beyonce just gets up and keeps dancing. <laughs> um, I just like remember sliding more. Like I did a slide, and then like Tony was playing in front of me, and he was just like, and then I remember him saying. F yeah, because I got back up and I was like, like nothing happened. I just got up like this. And I would always tell myself, man, like I hope I never fall on stage. And I mean, I'm pretty sure most people have, but it happened to me that night very no, quickly. That was off stage, like from the stage, off the stage. No, 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 hell no. It wasn't off. It was I like I stayed I on that. the stage. The mic was still in my hand, you know. I didn't let that thing go. That's so awesome. it's all good. Yeah, and that was um, and Jesse Wagner from Agrilites, um, That was that was when he kind of started his, his now more regular um, set with uh, Western Standard Time too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was that was a big show for the scene. I, I, I yeah. um, Bubba, what, what's one of your highlights? Uh, I very much was bummed that I missed that show. Oh, so we're rubbing it in. Sorry. Yeah, I, it was uh, so fun. It was so amazing. <laughs> Remember, Bubba? Remember? <laughs> I, um, fortunately or unfortunately, was I think we were playing one of the first shows at a new venue in Venice called the Venice West. Oh, yeah. Um, that's so it's it's a cool spot, it's a small room, but um, it holds about 200. It has a great sound system, great sound guy, great lights, <laughs> everything. Um, parking's kind of rough, um, but it's a it's a pretty awesome spot so um but yeah i i was really bummed to miss that one um i'm actually scrolling through some shows i mean like i said everything's a blur to me i did that earlier yeah, I, mean, I was like I, going through my stories on instagram like how right, sad there <laughs> i've definitely got to like say, my brain can't remember yeah not at all and then you merged years right but i i would say um a, a couple of things well one band i was glad to see a few times last year was um was the scottalites and people are like oh you know say what you will about the lineup it is now right no there are no original members in the band you are correct but um there are legendary musicians in the band absolutely and um and i mean ken's been in the band for like 30 years um and now with larry mcdonald playing with correct. them it is and a vowel on bass i mean it's no. dude it's and then sparrow the drummer was handpicked by lloyd nib right and they played um on lloyd nib's last album which jason released um it's half sparrow and half lloyd nib so mm -hmm. i'm always excited when those guys come to town and meeting yes. the new musicians as well um and i i think i saw three or four of their shows last year um, I, I think I went to all the LA shows last year. So nice. um, those were fun. They were fun. Um, I would say if you haven't seen them, you know, don't, don't, don't listen to the, the people that are negative. Um, go see Thank them. You. Man. you know what I mean? Go, go catch the Scottalites. Um, yes. And 
<laughs> and then that was <laughs> someone's someone's computer's talking. Um, yeah, I don't know what the heck happened <laughs> right now. I didn't even press anything. Right. What the hell? But I would say I I I very excited. I was very excited how many times the Scottalites have played in the last couple of years in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I, I think I think to that point, Bubba, too, you know, the the foundation artists, the legends. Um, uh, I mean, a we should all get out, and people should get out and support live music in general, right? To keep the bands and the artists going. Uh, promoters, you know, the the best way to get promoters to continue to to support and book bands that we all love, right? And to bring these legends to town is by getting out and and, and ensuring that they're successful, right? I mean. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the legends, uh, and I know this past year we, we had an opportunity um, uh, to see and work with Derek Morgan, right? We can talk about the El Rey Theater show. Um, I'll also talk about um, the, the the Keith and Tex and Rudy Mills show right here in, in, in Orange County. Um, but, you know, it's definitely important that they're not getting younger, but they're, 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 um, they still have amazing voices, have the big hearts, and it's, and it's wonderful to see these legends work with some of the most amazing and and talented musicians locally. I mean, that's something that that's been going back to the late late nineties here. That that Junior and I've been fortunate to be you know uh, part of, um, but seeing them right and 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 supporting them when they come to town is is super important. One hundred percent. Yeah, you you got it. I mean, you you got to go, man. You got to go, especially the foundation guys. Like you said, I mean we um they come a lot of a lot of them some of their last shows were in la yeah <laughs> quite a few yeah i mean jackie what you mentioned earlier with alton ellis and um yeah a number of them i mean if, if i even look in the wall behind me and i'm like i want to see the post i know yeah. i had a poster that's so cool yeah um so, so we, we should mention now that we mentioned legends coming to town we should also mention that stranger call is coming in march yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, right. This this, mm -hmm. this show right here. Yeah. Um, we can emphasize enough that people should support the legend. This is how they make their living. They're not carpenters. They're not plumbers. Nothing is wrong with being carpenter, plumber, or mason, or even doctors or lawyers. These are <laughs> these are musicians, and this is how they make their living. Yeah. yeah. I think another highlight was Ocean Eleven returning. Yes. I mean that yeah. was just amazing when you guys put them on with Derek Morgan and. When they play the Western Standard Time, yes, so, I mean, that, that, so long it's been. <laughs> absolutely, another big highlight, right, is the reunion of, of Ocean Eleven, uh, a band that's super important to our scene here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the the stars align where Oliver, right, was was off the road with with um, playing with Ben Harper, um, and they, man, they just they sound and amazing. will be off the road and, and, and will be again, 16th, right, March sixteenth, yeah. right, mm -hmm. yes, on the Stranger Cole show. You guys uh, need to have a. Uh... Uh, a panel with uh, with Oliver, uh, Fredo, and Corey. Oh, I know they can talk oh. about Gogo Bordella. Exactly. <laughs> I know, isn't that great? Right, three yeah. three of our best drummers from the from the scene uh, playing with that band. Yeah, um, yeah, Ocean Eleven, absolutely um, uh, sounding as, as tight as ever. I was not able to make their their the show in December, but I saw the video and man, just just as tight and thick and, and beautiful sounding as ever. And we had some old school musicians come back in. Fredo came back in. David 
Uruki came in with the Western time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And that yeah. was that was pretty awesome to see those guys come back. Yeah, and Oliver played drums with them uh, mm -hmm. too. Uh, but while we're on the subject of reunion, they woke up at the reunion, uh, right? Allentons. Allen right, Allentons. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. That was a good show. show. Yeah. I yeah. missed that too. I, I missed that, but uh, but that was, uh, mm -hmm. I saw some footage of that. That was a great show. Um, and then not on the traditional side, but but I know some of you are familiar, Chase Long Beach reunited. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Uh, for, I think, a House of Blues Anaheim show. Right. Um I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, it was yeah. a few bands too. I think um, that had reunions of that, at that show, like like half the lineup or three out of four bands or something. Where I th I, I think you're right. I'm I'm drawing a little blank, but yes, I, I think you're right there. Um, and then a, a band that I that I finally got to see in Bubba, we were hanging there, but um, um, opening for the Slackers, Bite Me Bambi. Uh, they were they were uh, they were amazing to see live finally. But Slackers, I mean, Slackers alone had a great year, right? I mean, earlier in the year they played downtown mm -hmm. LA. Yeah, well, one of my favorite, one of my highlights for they uh, played a, a park in Wilmington. That's right. Yes, a free show. Yeah, a free yeah. show as part of the the Getty's anniversary. Yeah, and then they ended the year here in Orange County, and I mean, just talk about a. Um, uh, people call them the Grateful Dead of of, of ska, right? They just they just tour nonstop and continue to play. <laughs> always on the road. Yeah, always on the road and and always deliver really well. Europe, well, you you know what? Uh, sorry, Europe and the United States. But say that again. They they tour in Europe and the oh United yeah, States correct. Both. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you there know, the bite me bite me Bambi has a a summer sizzler thing every year. Um, at the observatory in Orange County, where they invite a bunch of different bands, you know, which is great. So you get to see a bunch of different bands you've never seen, or bands that come back, like Codename Rocky came back and right. and played also. But then they have you know, Suburban Legends, I think, came back and played also. So they have a lot of that type of you know ska um, that comes back with them. But they they play a lot, and they're just they, yeah. Bobby Mammy's an excellent band too. Right. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I agree. You know, and, uh, Garden so, What's that? I think it was at the Garden Ale. Wasn't it? Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a great place to see bands too. Mm -hmm. Scott Scott Klopenstein, who who was in Real Big Fish, he played trumpet, guitar, and sang. Moved back to Orange County. Um, I I found out because I found him streaming on Twitch during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he had moved to New York, and I was like, see you later. And and, and he came back, and so yeah, his his band, uh, Littlest Man Band. Oh right, the union at one of those summer sizzlers as well. That's right. So, that's right. Um, um, that's a it's a fun show. It's a fun show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I know, um, and Daryl, you caught some of them. Uh, the Free Coasters, right? Came came around from. Oh, that's a band, a must see band. We tried to get them as much exposure as they could out down here. And you know, I got to thank Aton for that. He really he got them on a a, a show with them in Long Beach, um, and it was just fantastic. They they did well on merch, but. They got a lot of exposure there too. Yeah. But the Free Coasters are an excellent band. They're not necessarily ska. They're, you know, like soul rock steady. Right. You know, yep. but uh, they, they incorporate some of that. But they, they're a great band to, to catch. Yeah. I know that Florida, Chuck. Right? Yeah. From Florida. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck. Yeah. On Chuck's level. Yeah. Chuck from uh, Jump Up uh, works with them. Um, and then the In Defense of Ska Tour was a big one with Bucko Nine and, and Mustard Plug this year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Bubba, touch on some of the the untouchables highlights. I think you all went over to – did you play Catalina? Was that this year? Was that yeah, last? we played Catalina Island. So there's a, there's a tour called the um, Lost 80s Tour, hmm. and it's been going on for several years. And it, um, L.A. area might know it because it's at the Greek Theater every year. Right. Um, and that that organizer put puts on a show on Catalina Island um, every year. And it's not huge, and it's it's a little pricey because um, you got to get there, and the tickets aren't cheap, but it's pretty fun. It's like on this beach club all the way at the end behind the casino on Avalon. Mm-hmm. It's a big lawn. They put a stage at the end. And, I mean, we played with who Drama Rama, Tommy Two-Tone, mm-hmm. um, the singer from The Romantics, um, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> Let's Stacy Q. Wow. Uh, Lock of unfortunately had to pull out, but they do several of those shows. Yeah. Um, the English beat closed it out. So we did the Friday. Uh, we were asked to do the Saturday, but uh, we were unable to do it. We were asked kind of like at the last minute to help fill the fill the the time. Uh, I think because um, a couple of the musical youth couldn't make it, mm. and uh, I would say it, for the the past several years. Um, and it, partially due to the pandemic, the the getting the visas I think's been kind of hard yeah. Yeah. for some of these artists. So that's that's come into play as well. Um, mm-hmm. But we had a great time, and we did two of the lost eighty shows. We did Bakersfield, which was fun, and we did um, one in San Diego. At, I I don't know if it's a I don't think it's a new venue, but it's called Humphreys by the Bay, and it's basically right. the courtyard within a hotel. Uh-huh. set up a st- so if you get those primo hotel rooms oh man you could you can have a good time yeah one of those shows yeah that was and that that was sold out um and um and, and those those are those are awesome shows no it's it's great it's great that untouchables uh, i think they had a really good year yeah and we should be doing some more of those shows this year nice and if not those shows um uh with some of those bands i just I can't say, but I'll say this. Last year, one of the highlights for me um, also was in October. We played with Boingo Boingo former members <laughs> up in San Jose. And I don't know if you guys remember, but I posted a fake flyer with Fishboy and Oingo Boingo former yeah. members and the Untouchables. I'm like, what would you pay for this? Where would you want to yes. see this? Blah, blah, blah. And um, apparently... Is this, uh, breaking, is this breaking news? Well... <laughs> That that lineup hasn't been uh, confirmed yet, but but um, but yeah, Oingo Boingo, they did have fun playing with us, and they do want right. to play with us again. All right, so I'll say that. So be on the lookout for that. That'd be great. Yes, yes, J- uh, Jackie. Oh, somebody going to say something? No. Um, so Jackie, after after that show with Western Standard Time in, in March. Um, I know you played a number of, 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 of other shows throughout the year. Touch on some of the other shows you played last year. I think uh, I, I actually was going through the list just like Bubba was right now because I try to look back on everything and like he said, it's a blur. I, I feel fortunate though because it means that I've just been having a lot of fun just with sure. literally every show that I've been doing. So I'm grateful for that. But I think uh, for me, it was really fun playing Tiki Oasis. 
I've never been to that event. So it was actually my first time being a part of it and, and attending. And I just kind of tripped out on like how much of a party it is and how like into it everybody gets with like the whole tiki thing. And uh, it's in San Diego and um, we got to play with, so that I think it was the first year that they did a day with reggae. Cause it's usually like surf or rockabilly. Um, so as far as I know, Marv was setting up the reggae, the day where there was reggae. And I got to say it was, it was really dope because the Agrolites played, they closed the show and then the capsules um, played as well. That was really fun. So yes, I opened, I opened the show. Down here. Excuse me? Yeah, I was there. Junior was down there. Yeah, it was so fun. And then it's not only the show itself, because I feel like that's kind of during the day. But what really like tripped me out was the after parties and the hotels. <laughs> and I didn't even know about that. Chris actually from the capsules drummer. Uh, he actually told me and Eric, we were all together. He's like, hey, let's go to the like, I don't know how Chris, he knew about all the parties. <laughs> he's like our straight edge, like friend that is just probably the he's like the one that hangs out with us stays up doesn't have one drop of like anything but he always knows where everything's happening so he's like oh come on let's go and then like he hands me a drink and I'm just like what the hell where are we going and so literally people turn their rooms into like parties it was like such a trip you walk in and they're decked out too they're like decorated and everything wow. like palm trees real palm trees and um yeah it was really cool they had uh people like spinning I remember this one room in particular and uh it was great because they started playing like studio one stuff and like a bunch of rock steady and it was like jam-packed everybody was dancing it was a really good time I I tripped out on how much of a party it is and how everyone already kind of knows the deal as far as people waiting in line outside of people's rooms. I thought that was really crazy. So yeah, it was cool. That was a really cool event. I hope that they do that again, as far as like having reggae and, you know, just making it a day of, of reggae as along with the other genres. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, it, what it, seemed, else? it seemed to have really been curated really well too. So that's, that's cool to hear. Yeah, it, it was a great turnout. It was really fun. So that sticks out because it was the first time I ever went. I've always heard about it, but I never made it out there. So that was really cool to be able to go and also be a part of the event. Um, what else? I mean, obviously, uh, I also do like side things. So apart from like doing my solo thing and, you know, being the front person, um, sometimes I'll sit in on backups with certain bands. And it's more like on the soul side of things. So a band that I've been having the pleasure of, you know, joining the stage with them is Lowe's Yesterdays. They're like pretty newish, um, soul, Man, right? very uh, it gave off. old school Penrose band. Yeah. So I got to do a last minute show with them. They did like a Penrose showcase and they pretty much had all their whole roster play. It was at a, in Riverside. Um, yeah, oh my Mono. God. Mono did that one. Yeah yes and the place was beautiful it was like a the old theater style but that event pops out to me too only because I just saw the camaraderie with like all the bands and people showing up and it's amazing to see like how many people like showed up for them and just to see like the success and all those bands and some of them are my my friends you know so it's a trip to see how far they've come and it was really nice to be a part of that um yeah that, that, that sticks out 
Yeah, that, that was, was really whole, cool. That whole uh, East Side Soul or Chicano Soul, however you want to describe it. I mean, that um, there were some some big shows. To, that showcase, I think, also happened in L.A. Some, somewhere. But but a lot of those bands have, have enjoyed some good success. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man, I wish I could go. I forgot what was going on. But then uh, Vic from Los Yesterdays was like, hey, would you be able to do this show? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I realized it was the showcase. Yeah. So that was kind of like a show that I didn't think I would expect to do. So I feel like a lot of those are always the best because you didn't right. expect it. So yeah. that one was another one, of course, uh, performing with Derek Morgan was probably like the top <laughs> thing I can think of. Um, even the Keith and Tex show, even though Tex wasn't there, it was still amazing. I mean, to see Rudy Mills and, you know, Keith on stage together. And that was really great. That was a fun show too. The parking was crazy, but it was cool. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, we already talked about the Don Quixote show with Western Standard Time. That was another cool one. I think a lot of the ones that I feel where it's the scene kind of coming together, like as far as the bands that have been playing and are still trying to keep it going. Like, I just feel like when we join forces, it's always just so much fun because we're all we all kind of know each other. It's like a big party hangout. And yeah. then you see a lot of friends and you meet a lot of people. And it's just great, you know, to kind of have everybody together like that those are always my favorite shows for sure Bubba I think you were going to say something oh I don't remember there was a couple things but I wanted to say that you know the the Los Yesterdays guys Vic I'm not uh sure the drummer's name Gabe Gabe yeah that they worked on the music for uh Subfool right yeah with Chris Estrada in my comedy world and and the music world and and um also um tommy um who plays with los yesterdays a lot too he does a lot of music for tv shows and movies so um, that guy's just something that popped in so sick <laughs> the whole scene is, is yeah i you know it, it's it's just don't hesitate man come out man if there's a show just 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 come out come out especially for the legends but even if it's, even if it's a more current band the delirians the 45s jackie the capsules you know thanks man yeah. and these bands you know they're not you know they don't cause a farmer's run someday they're really inexpensive <laughs> yeah ticket prices are not always that high yeah mm-hmm. um uh, must say also last year uh interrupters had a pretty incredible year with their with their yeah. big tours um uh, they did that Flogging tour Molly. with the Flogging Mall, yeah. That was I a big one. the Five Points show, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a good time talking with Jesse and uh, Justin Bavona um, a few months ago, so. And the Skints. <clears throat> and the Skints, yeah. Skins the skins. Oh, guys. I love them. Hell yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then and then also um, we should touch on, uh, I didn't, I was not able to attend any of them, but there also were some really big Latin ska and, and ska core type shows um, around town as well. I know Matamosca did a bunch of uh, did yeah, a number of shows. Yeah, Matamosca tends to play um, quite a bit. No, I'm not 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 knocking them. <clears throat> Go see them. We we play them a, a lot in, with Viernes Tese and um, you know the, the Evo core the Evo core. So yeah. that that promoter he's um, he's not doing as many things these days as far as those shows goes. But he's still having his big show. So January 28th, he has Skaland coming up. So, and I know we're going to get into that, but 
he throws those big events mm -hmm. there's another promoter on that side um concrete jungle he throws you know those big scott core shows and um well i guess when we start talking about the future that's something i, I would I, I think that's a scene that we really <laughs> right that's a resource man th th yeah those are kids that don't know everything yet right or they do and they they may not know that what shows are going on yes no very they may very. only know about the scotch portion yeah shows, you know? yeah great point we, we actually junior and i do have a panel uh, that we're putting together along those lines but yeah that's that, that's great to hear but it's it's a huge challenge though you know when saya was around before he left for um ethiopia right he had a couple of meetings with those guys trying to merge traditional with um latin scan it's really uh, really challenging cool. as a matter of fact uh i have passed out flies and practically all those shows up until yeah. the pandemic. And the only time I got good response was for the scatterlights. Right. You know, not uh, more than people just weren't familiar. I do gotta give props yeah. to um to EvoCore. Um and I know that um Jackie and Daryl can probably attest to this that that he's been really like he that those so there was Skaland, and then there's like Ska Core Invasion, and then there was Ska Wars. There were mm -hmm. like these three festivals every year. Gareth mm -hmm. Lesson would play all of them every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they all merged. I just remember different locations. <laughs> but there was always someone on it. There was the 40, one year the 45s and the Delirians and Buck 09 were on it. You know, so I mean, I, I know. I only say that because you got the old style and then you got a 90s band that he threw on there. Right. Um, yeah. You got Los Agrios plays there too. Los Agrios. Mm -hmm. the, Los Nauticals also. Mm -hmm. Slackers. Slackers. Mm -hmm. Toasters. Most, yes. I mean, I think you got Western Standard Time one year too. Sorry. Yes. And they're coming yeah. back. They're coming back. Yeah. And there, there was a year that he had, and this was epic. And I don't even know if those, that crowd knew this, but he had, the toasters and the slackers on the same bill. Wow. And it's like, I asked them, have you guys ever done that in LA? And they're like, no. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> you got the like premier 80s ska band, pure premier 90s ska band sure. on yeah. the same stage in across the country. Mm -hmm. right? And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> and then uh, the other promoter threw a show at the same venue. And it was the Untouchables and the Toasters wow. together in like whatever it was, 2019. Yeah, right. Co-headlining one of his festivals. Right. And I was just oh, like, that's big. That's great. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I would have loved that when I was a kid. Also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what, what, before we move on from live performances from last year, um, any any that were missing? There weren't really, there weren't too many festivals on the ska side of things. Um, More reggae side, right? Well, English Pete did play the Cruel World. I guess that's one thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually wrote that down. I mean, I was there. Yeah, yeah. I was there. It was a great. That was a great show. Devo and Blondie and Morrissey. Is that the Blondie? Devo is my favorite. Uh, Devo right. is always my favorite. Yes. Blondie played. Yeah. Uh, PIL, yes, 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 Johnny, Johnny Ratton. Um, 
Bauhaus too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that was a nice festival. Yeah. It was great. Um, and then you, you attended Reggae on the Mountain on, on the reggae side of things, right? Yeah. There was Cali vibes. And then there was, we should leave it, Adamara Jerkfest. Right. He had a couple of, uh, some some pretty good names. Yeah. I remember Alvaro. Well, well, not, not a show, but, you know, Ted was always promoting rhythm and blues, and so was Bubba. Yeah, John, always... we were going to get there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> that was every month. Well, like, like, that's a perfect transition to the, um, and we were talking off the air, and Junior said this, how, how, the DJs also really have kept the the, the, the scene vibrant and going. Yeah, we'll include you in that, the selectors. Um, so some of the popular night spots or, or in the case of Rhythm and Brews, afternoon spots, right? So so uh, the TED hosted, right? Um, the Rhythm and Brews was, it was a big one. Um, that was a monthly, right? Well, yeah, we tried keeping it. So... For those that don't know me, Ted, and Roger are birthday triplets. So we all three, we have the same birthday. And um, occasionally we celebrate at uh, Rocksteady Lounge, which yeah. is monthly. Um, so no, we also wrong. started celebrating at Ted's house annually. And over the pandemic, we had a virtual birthday party on Zoom where we DJed. And then the end of 2020, we had a New Year's Eve party which was cracking <laughs> like on zoom and i i still um i don't know if i can show you but i i i have a disco ball in my room right now there's a spotlight right there <laughs> there's a disco ball behind me but anyways like we we had a good time and so um you know me and ted have been friends for several years too but um so he's a big fan of beer and so he's like, what do you think? There's there's a thing up north where these guys have a afternoon DJ at a brewery. I think they have it at a brewery. If not, it's a beer and wine bar. So we got um, Mumford Brewing. Uh, well, I'll get to agree to, to host us. Um, and so we had been every third Sunday. And uh, unfortunately, our last one at Mumford was in December um we didn't know it was going to be our last one but mumford their last day open was this uh past sunday which was january 3rd yeah so we're gonna have our next one at um benny boy brewing in lincoln heights not too far from the airliner for those of you guys that know where the airliner is that neighborhood um and i'm not sure we're gonna we're, we have the whole year planned out. We have DJs planned out for several months, out of town DJs, um, record swaps, and um, and so hopefully, if if uh, we're gonna do Benny Boy, if that works out, we might keep it there. We might try some other places, but um, so I'm the I'm the promoter on un, undercover promoter on that, and um, and Ted Ted uh, usually um works with all the djs to get them up up to speed and and get them out and yeah no that that was a great one with some, with some nice special dj guests over the year throughout the year so any other spots you want to mention i mean rock city lounge you touch on that that that's mm -hmm. also uh every third thursday every at, third at thursday. Bar in silver lake yeah mm -hmm. right um Mark, been going strong for about a long time they have like 14 yes. years i think it's going to be this year maybe 15 wow wow Wow. It's been around for a while. Yeah. Terry on the I used to go when it was on Monday. 
right. Yeah. Right. I'm, like, I'm not going nowhere on Monday, but I used to go to Rock City Lounge like, yeah, a lot at one point, like every Monday. And then, Freaking yeah. Cheap Red Stripe and Anchor Steven Pitchers. Right. And um, I wouldn't even drink that shit anymore, but it was cheap. So. <laughs> um, and Mar- Marv Mack and his Soul Side. I mean, they've been they've been doing some quite regular. Um, event still right uh, he's working like a firefly he has multiple things going yeah mob mac right mm. and then to well this is like a newer thing but me and eric actually started djing at the grasshopper in long beach right. we just started it like last year and it's kind of sporadic only because we get really busy at some points we're like do we have like this and that i don't know if we could dj too but we try to make it happen whenever we can um i got hit up to do that which i Sorry. Never. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll I have vouch. my dogs in here too, and I'm glad they've been really quiet so far. Um, I have them inside right now because it's raining, but yeah, we started doing it on Sunday as well, like an early thing uh, in Long Beach. Right. So we do play reggae, ska, soul, but the, the thing we kind of like started doing was inviting just different genres too, just to mix it up. I think it's cool. We had uh, Tony play like disco it was really random he's like could I play some could I spin some disco records I'm like sure I mean we all love music so why not um we've had like freestyle stuff Spanish music like just randomly you know just to like get people dancing and stuff like that yeah we're actually doing one this Sunday um so if you guys aren't doing anything or whoever's see this they they guys should come out it's free Free, free. Uh, that would be Sunday the uh was January. it well, this should be uploaded so why don't you um give them the address again the address oh shit <laughs> it's at the <laughs> grasshopper I know it's on Anaheim Street uh, yeah, or, no wait yeah it's on Anaheim is it yes okay I was like wait am I wrong or am I right I don't remember it's, it's not too far from uh I'm like it's 136 East Anaheim Street there we go it's like pretty close to uh, supply and demand of that venue. It's like on the same yeah. street. I think yeah. that's where Mav Mark is doing his thing now. Oh, okay. So it's Mark, a small place. Yeah, it's Mark really charming one. though. It's super cool. Uh, they have an outdoor area. We just started it like last year, like I said. Mm. Nice. So it's been nice to be able to spin records. I don't spin all that much. I don't even consider myself a DJ at all, but obviously I do love buying my records and it's something that I've always wanted to do. Like just, to share music so now i know why people like dig dig djing so much it's just fun i'm kind of selfish though. i kind of play what i want to hear but <laughs> uh davy the kid right started doing his uh uh study what is it, ready steady go ready steady go yeah yeah that, that started out at the offbeat bar and now it's moved to the mm-hmm. other um side not too Outside far from pasadena. There, to the barkley in south pasadena right mm-hmm. and the untouchables We'll be there for free on uh, January 21st. Oh. Free show. Yeah, and uh, Davey will be there. Davey's actually, that's he's having like a weekend there, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Saturday is also, if you guys know Cheeto, SoCal Soul Patrol. Yeah. He, he does stuff. He does stuff in Long Beach as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot going on as far as the DJ circuit. Yes. Isn't there a mod band playing with you? Another mod, the, the question, question or something? The question. Yeah, the question. They're another '80s band that yeah. used to play with the Untouchables all the time, mm-hmm. and they're playing as well. So it's the Untouchables, the Question, 
and then they're going to be spinning everything that night. Yeah. And again, what's that date? January 21st. Okay. Excellent. And then we also just a, I guess, quick plug really quick. February 18th, we'll be at the Venice West and February 19th, we'll be at Hurricanes in Huntington Beach. And that's, and, and we is the guys are mighty busy. The untouchables, the untouchables. Congratulations. Um, man. Keeping then, the scene vibrant. Yes. And then junior, um, uh, you, you've been doing with Lady Isla. Yeah. The mermaid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Monthly. We are good friends. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Erlene and Sean. We had place, yeah. Excellent turnout this, downtown past, LA. this past Wednesday. That's oh, no. right. It was cracking Wednesday, guys. Yeah. You're not kidding. Man. And then Isla's also been doing at the Scotland pub. Uh huh. She, the she, Scotland Yard. Right. Scotland that's Yard, yes, that's yes, the yes. last um, Saturday of every month. And there's a couple other DJs out there in the valley, in addition to her, that also host events at the Scotland Yard pub. I believe if you look up 818 Reggae Soul or something like that on Instagram, you'll find his as well. Okay. Nice. Um, Dub Club came back, right? Doing some doing some monthlies, mm -hmm. which is great. Yellow Man, Sister Nancy, half a pint. It was some excellent concerts. Yeah. I may have left out some people here. I can't remember those. Hilarians played. Right. And Quinto Soul. Yeah, Delirians yeah. had a massive turnout. Right. Huge turnout. That yeah. was fun. Mm -hmm. Were you present? Yeah, I was there. I went to go support. Yeah. Nice. Delirians. Yeah. yeah. I always like try to be wherever I can, support the homies. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like actually a fan too. Like I know their songs. I toured with them and I learned all the songs. Right. <laughs> like singing along at every show. I'm like, yeah. I know I heard this song like a hundred times already, but it's all good. That was it. That was a good one. King King Teddy Beat, right? Lewis does his uh he does some DJ events around. Yeah. Well, another big thing in 2022 is Luis opened uh Steady Beat Records, an actual mm -hmm. record store. Yes, in San Pedro. Yes. Absolutely great spot to come down. Yeah, he has um, some live bands playing in front also. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lewis, I'm I'm gonna finally get down there, I promise you. <laughs> And I was gonna say uh, that same night, January twenty first. Um, if if the if the eighties mod uh, scenes not your scene, uh, Steady Forty Fives are also playing at Dub Club. Oh, at the Dub Club. Right. Yeah. Same night. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is a big night. Yes. Um, and then another fun night that I, I had a chance to be part of, uh, the Grand Museum hosted um, Don Letts and the Rebel Dread documentary and then uh, boss harmony did an after party with his punky reggae party downtown so that was a he that was a really fun fun night for the scene very successful um well, i wanted to go so bad but the who was playing same so, night. the who played yeah. the whole same night i know <laughs> yes um but that was a fun blame one. me for that man <laughs> and either um anything else on the on the clubs day nights dj events before we talk about some some live record or rather some recordings new albums i'm gonna feel really bad if i missed anything i know i don't think you go blank but but this is a good opportunity too you 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 do also how you support the scene you have a few social channels right that yeah you, so you push um, out. In our, 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 are we going to transition into the future stuff soon uh, well, why, don't, why don't you give out why don't you plug your your uh, social so my, I, I have like two little promo the main one's the boss sound so if you follow the boss sound on um instagram i post 
majority it's like ska rock steady reggae majority 60s stuff i'll slip some untouchable shows in there for obvious reasons but um yeah like you'll see jackie's shows um on there in the stories or i'll, I'll post those i'll post flyers for shows tours dj uh dj events and then as well as moonstomp oc and moonstomp oc um that was something that started out a few years ago with actually before she was my roommate goonies and um, a couple other friends we started throwing there was nothing going on in orange county um so we were throwing dj nights in orange county at different bars and oh man they would go off they were <laughs> they, fine yeah they would so th that's actually going to be coming back this year nice and um the boss sound's going to start in addition to rhythm and bruise is going to start hosting some other events as well right so but but i also use those as channels for promoting yeah other things not not just whatever i'm doing it's it's to promote the scene as a whole it's important mm -hmm. to keep the scene vibrant absolutely and you've been doing a good job really yes. and truly very much uh all right so now let's reflect back on some whether it's single releases or album releases right from last year not not just southern california based artists but any any from the any from the scene as a whole um you know i'll start for instance with uh both the slackers and dave hilliard had some great um new releases that that came out last year um i think i think the dave hilliard one was was one of my favorites um with larry mcdonald playing on there um some really great sounds um but i'll, I'll kick it over to i'll kick it over to, to any of you to touch on a few i've got a great one with uh john roy keeping the scene alive down in San Diego with all the smoke and mirror stuff. He's Your sound system, absolutely. Yeah, you know Jeff's down there. You know, doing his thing mm -hmm. with them too. Yep, Jeff Govan, absolutely. But they yeah. got some great releases. They they really have. Yes, mm -hmm. really creative. And, and speaking of San Diego, we should make mention of the um, uh, amalgamated day to have a new release. Yes, they're presently promoting amalgamated. And actually, on that point, their release produced by Dub Robot Brian Wallace, who we know really well nice. from. Oh yes. Yeah. From, from Mobtown and C-Spot. Um, I know he worked on that one. He also worked on um, the Westbound Train album that came out this last year as well. Solid one. So big props to, to Brian Dub Robot. Also, I mean, he, he recorded, he's also recorded a lot of other stuff too. Yes. Like uh, Westbound Train and um what was that there was the the uh the brad and boom boom album i think he worked on as well yeah 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 that yeah. was <laughs> that was the after movie. after hours yeah after hours man that was great absolutely uh, but yeah brian's the man he is he is uh hepcat right had their uh really seven years of plenty new out new uh new single jackie you had as we talked about earlier you had some um, yeah, um, we released our 45 under Blackbird, yep. Eric's label. So it was my first release with them. We waited a while for that record, not lying. Uh, it took like almost a year to get because pressing plans are just like so backed up right now. But it was still exciting to be able to kind of bring the song back, which I felt people like heard it, but then I got like more people discovering the song. So it kind of worked out. It's like a double release. Like you release a video and then it's like, here's the record. And then we did the show and all that. But I thought about it because you guys mentioned Brian Wallace and 
he's actually been the one to master like all of our stuff oh great so everything that i've recorded like with blackbird last year and what i've released this year he's been the one to pretty much master everything he's like our go-to weapon yeah Brian's. so it just it's it's pretty great to be able to like kind of keep it in the family and everybody works together um but yeah that was like what i released this year and then i released another single called should i and it was kind of my first ska like traditional style ska song i've ever released because i feel like i mostly went towards reggae reggae so that was fun to be able to release ska style yeah. song this year and that's also under blackbird so those are the two uh the highlights i also do stuff with solo records they're like a new soul label from los angeles but i do more like soul style stuff with them nice. okay. so that's another thing that's going to be coming out soon as well all right keeping mm -hmm. keeping busy and diversifying yeah i mean it's hard to kind of stay in one lane for me yeah, i don't i mean it. i don't go too far off but no notice i like to kind of switch it up i feel like there's so many genres that i love personally listening to so when i write it just kind of comes out so right. i try to keep it i try to keep it interesting for sure like as far as styles and genres not on purpose it just happens <laughs> <laughs> i want to uh, also mention uh, a bite me bambi released uh a single with Lee Scratch Perry is his last thing that right, he ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was on John Halpern's label, Stay Free Recordings. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, but, uh, crazy, crazy yeah, that was, 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 was mixed and produced right by Scratch. Yeah. And that, then, was, that was his last thing. And then on the flip side, they covered Police and Thieves. Exactly. Yeah. That was a great one. And yeah. also, while we're talking about Bite Me Bambi, um, their other single, Want You Bad, great fun video. Uh, yeah. that Greg Lee. Jesse Wagner, <laughs> um, Angela Moore, and Scott, who we talked about from, from Real Big Fish earlier. That's a really fun video. Uh, well, they have a lot of great videos. Rinks is yeah. in there for a minute, too, from the Pilfers. Right. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, Darrell, I wanted to bring you in. Uh, so, how about some of your richer stuff? Are you going to do any more release or just um, living off your. Life? No, I actually um, I, I had a hiatus uh, for the mid 2000s because I started a family so um but i brought it back this year or last year 2022 uh but we have a few releases in the works something with steady beat nice. um a couple other things maybe the melting pot um new album um the janitors apart against apartheid are going to be uh something else coming out um on vinyl for the first time uh just things that i want to release you yeah. know is, is what i'm gonna do that's what i've always done so well that's excellent hey and i actually meant to ask this earlier when we were talking about reunions melting pot mm -hmm. also because they they had not really been active as of late up until some shows that they did this past year is that is that accurate or not oh uh, you know that that's true but they, they do switch some members you know they come and go the core is still there um mm -hmm. but Donald, you know, Donald, Donald Lewis has his own studio one take studios in San Pedro and he does a lot of stuff with Luis that yeah. the Los Agrios comes out of there and you know, a lot of other recordings, you know, on the, on the vinyl comes out, out of there too. So, you know, they, Donald and Luis just put out what they want, you know, yeah. which is how it should be. That's great. Yeah. 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 I need to get out to one of those melting pot shows. Yeah. Um, uh, what else, as far as uh, some, some recordings, steady 45s released, right? Some. Oh yeah. We can't, we can't. They released it. their don't be late. 
and and swing and is it uh swing and sway didn't they have both? yeah yeah so they have like a side where they have rock steady and then the other side is ska i thought that was like really cool yeah and they release them at different times so right and it, they're, 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 they're very very successfully really spotted they had it um oh yeah right here in county too. Mm. yeah yeah that was santa right yeah right um uh, Western Standard Time released an album last year too, didn't they? Or was that the year before? Yeah, that was the year before. Yeah, it was the year before. Oh, okay. The yeah. vinyl. Oh, the Tombstone one, right? Yeah. yeah I know. I'm like, we're like mashing everything together. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much music, but it's a good thing. For me personally, I, I, um, I, it's not ska, but it's, um, it was uh, Lee Fields' Faithful Man, got released Great this one. year, and Lee Fields is a soul artist. Yep. He's, I think he's. He's uh, I think he's over at Daptone now. Yes. And then um, the Monophonics from up north released Sage Motel, and I went to one of those release shows in L.A. Both, both, and, uh, yeah. Those guys are awesome. <laughs> yes, I, I've I've seen I've seen them both, and and I would agree with you on that. Um, uh, so how about Untouchables? You guys have a forthcoming release? Oh my goodness. Well, you did. Well, you did release. We did release last, 45 last this year. Oh, yeah. is, why are you keeping it a secret? <laughs> it's a picture disc available at Jump Up Records. Limited amount were pressed. It is the first picture disc the Untouchables released in like 30, 30 something years, maybe 30 years. Uh, give a description. What do you mean? Picture? It's a cover of Hooked on a Feeling. So it's, <laughs> it, it's, oh man, it's hard to explain. It's like, it's almost it's almost got a ska and and reggae feel meshed up together mm -hmm. and it it was recorded man it was either recorded in december of 18 or 19 and um it it was released as part of a fundraiser for specialized project in the uk and we were actually supposed to go out to the uk to play the specialized big one big one event in 2020 um but you know, with <laughs> the pandemic happened. But we did end up Chuck at Jump Up Record released the album, and it's available at Jump Up Records. And on the back, there's a dubs, there's a dub version, a dubbed out version. Mm -hmm. And uh I like the I'm not gonna say I like the dubbed out version more, but I like the dubbed out version a lot. Yeah. A lot. yeah. So if you can get your hands on that, I would say grab it because it's there's not a lot of them. And where's available? jumpuprecords.com oh yeah and, and, and while we're now. talking about chuck and jump up I, I know they also had um a few other great releases this this last year uh stepdaughters from here in orange county they, they had a right. album stop the presses who are more of an east coast band mm -hmm. um they had a two hectic scott punk international album that chuck released um uh and then agent j um the, the Detroit Rhythm Crew meets Crazy Baldhead. That was a really good one as well. Agent J from the Slackers, um, an album that I think Chuck put out as well this last year. Um, other notable for me, Rhoda Dakar from Body Snatchers yeah. over in London. She she had some really cool um, cover cover versions of uh, um, two or three songs that came out this last year too, and, and those are always great and fun. Um, what else, Junior? Uh, the Busters I, from Germany that came out with theirs. Right. Like Love Bombs or something like that. Yep. I don't have it yet. I ordered it, but 
but I'm waiting for that to come in. And then um, I think there, there's a band from New Jersey called Joker's Republic who just actually came in um, and they're pretty good. They're, they're punk ska type of thing. And they just came, had a couple shows out here um, in December and I caught them a couple times. Right. Right. You don't miss a concert. Though. <laughs> I try not to. I mean, it's, that's yeah, my, my whole thing is, you know, I, I live my life for music. So Daryl buys a lot of music. Um, yeah. Interrupted. We talked about how to not only a great live uh, tour in your last year, but also their latest album, really great mm. with um, some some good features too. Tim Armstrong and Rhoda Dakar on one, um, Greg and Alex from Hepcat on another song, uh, mm-hmm. and then the Skints also make a feature on there. Right. Something for everybody on that Interrupters album, man. It really is. Yeah, definitely varied style style wise. Yeah. Um, I also like the Bruce Lee Band album uh that, that came out last year mike park um that was that was a good um politically oriented uh we had a good conversation with mike yes, uh, earlier last year pretty too. cool um yeah but it was a, i think it was a decent <laughs> year for for some some um some album releases um yeah i'm sure we're uh i'm sure there are a bunch more but those are some good highlights let us if I don't get unfortunate. Yeah, no disrespect to anybody we haven't mentioned. Yes, yes, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, absolutely, disclaimer there. Um. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, Mike and Dill Records when he was doing Dill, uh, that was a huge inspiration for me when I started out. Also, you yeah. know, try to model model his uh, his uh, his relabel. You know what's funny is uh, my. Uh... My nickname in my fraternity that my big brother gave me was Skink and Pickle <laughs> because that was the only ska band he was aware of. <laughs> so he's like, so he would call me Pickles. Only two guys in the whole fraternity called me Pickles. But uh, that's great. That oh, actually, um, two more. Uh, Night Owls, uh, Dan Ubik's uh, project with, with Roger Rebus, uh, Dave Wilder, and, um, and Blake. Uh, some great releases there um, coming out of his studio. And then uh, I haven't listened to all of them, but I know that um, Stubborn Records had a series of of really cool, um, I think all cover uh, cover versions of of earlier recordings of, of Stubborn Record um, uh, releases. Um, like Stubborn All-Stars and stuff? Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah. yeah. Coming out of that whole camp. So that was, uh, that. there were a series of those releases this last year so um nice and jackie more releases this next this coming year from you yeah um my next one will be off of sola so that's more of like uh soul style but it's a very mary wells influence more up-tempo stuff which i've always loved Uh, i wrote a original song for them and i actually collabed with my friend adrian carmine so he's more from the soul scene as well uh, he's amazing. He does all his own recordings, plays every instrument. And so he's been uh, on their team pretty much recording the tracks. And he showed me a track and said, hey, what do you think? And I really liked it. It kind of just, I don't know. I feel like whenever someone shows me a track um, and it catches my attention and I'll just already have a melody right away. So that's when I know I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to do something with it. Yeah. So that's going to come out uh, hopefully next month. Um, I actually had worked with Adrian. And then as far as like all the cover arts, uh, 
uh, Chris also does all that uh, from the capsules. He does a lot of the graphic design for us uh, and everything that you've seen me put out, mm. he's done. Cause I just, I love his work and he just gets me. So it's always nice to just like have, like keep it in the family and work together, support each other. So that's gonna be the first release. And then we're gonna see, I mean, I really do wanna make it happen. I have yet to release a full length album. That's like a really huge goal of mine only because I have like a year's worth of songs that I just kind of put away and would play live here and there just to kind of see the reaction. And uh, finally, I was like, you know what? Let's record these songs. Let's do it. Yeah. So once I teamed up with Eric, I felt like I had that freedom to just like, not that I never did, but more of the freedom to just say, hey, let's record this. Let's record that because we're doing it ourselves. So it works out. Yeah. And I'm very, very grateful for Eric. I think a lot of this wouldn't have been possible without him teaming up with me and saying, dude, let's record some stuff. Let's release your music. And he also plays with me now in the band. So it's just been great. Like the chemistry that we have right now is just amazing. And I want to keep it that way. As far as like the lineup that I have right now, I just, they're all really busy musicians. So I'm really trying to take advantage of the fact that I have them right now. Cause you just never know. People and, come and, and go, and, you know? And name, they, name drop. They, see talent, they get picked up by somebody else and you know, you're happy for them because you want them to succeed. So my thing is, I, I need to take advantage of the lineup that I have right now. I think it's and, and touch on touch on those musicians. Yeah, of course. Um, so I have Chris, who plays with the Capsules, Agrilites, Western. He's plays with everybody. <laughs> so I have him on drums. He's been playing with me for quite some time now. Yes, um, mm -hmm. So he's been playing with me. Uh, Wally Caro uh, has been playing with me for a long time now. Zach Pike. Mm. uh and then now eric on bass so and then tony medina from the delirium he was in delirians now in the illusions now plays with brenton wood so i just feel grateful to be able to have these musicians still uh -huh. make time to you know jam out with me and it's, it's really awesome to just have them there not only are they great people but they're just all super talented and they make like just recording and writing so easy because they just throw in their flavor like I show them a song and then it's like we just get together and it's like magical at least to me that's how I see it I yeah. feel like there's a great chemistry there we, we're all friends we all you know love the music and they're very supportive of me and they dig what I do so that's always nice so I'm hoping that I do have a full name by this year I have a lot of stuff that I want to share and it would just be great to be able to like say, oh, I wrote like all this. So here you go. Fingers so crossed. That would be a big like accomplishment for me to yeah. be able to release all the songs that I wrote. And, and with them as well. those musicians that you mentioned, your top names, names that, you know, backloaded the legends when they're in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's a treat to be able to like jam out, especially like Wally, he's been in the scene for so long, mm -hmm. Zach as well. And I just, I love hearing their stories and they have so much knowledge. So it's like you learn so much just from playing with people that have been a part of this. And I think it's great that they're still around and they're still doing it. Yeah. And I feel really lucky to have them in my band for sure. That's, that's great. I remember yeah. one story that keyboard Tony told is that every trip that Derek Morgan has made since uh, 
2010 to Los Angeles, he played a case. Well, yeah. Accidental by design. Yeah. Well, this last time he's like, I want to play keys. He straight up told her, hey, man, like, I want to play. And then, you know, Scotty's been a keyboard player, but he's so cool. He's like, well, I'm going to play guitar. And I'm like, oh, shit, cool. Like, they all did a little switcheroo, but no. I think he just feels like I have to be there. Like, I've been playing with them and yeah. he, he knew the songs already. So mm -hmm. it was perfect. Yeah. It was, it was like my first time actually ever being on stage with a Jamaican legend. I feel like I've, which I don't mind at all, I've always been in the crowd. So for me, it was surreal to actually be a part of it. That was like, definitely. It was extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. And you did a wonderful, you, an amazing you, job you covering. Really did, right? um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, covering those songs by Patsy. Yes. Thank you. I, I did want to bring up, uh, Jackie mentioned Scotty. For, for those of you that don't know, Scotty plays keys with the steady 45s however mm -hmm. he has a band called mochileto formerly mochileto all-stars of san diego right and they are awesome so i know i actually thought about them after the fact that you guys are mentioning bands from san diego and i feel like i really want them to come back to la and I, just like their styles like not like anyone else's it's dope yeah yeah they're very yeah. lovers rock style so i i, I dig that them. oh sorry go ahead. Oh, oh no. I, I was just saying I saw I saw that group at the um Jason Lawless little thing at Slide Bar, a little memorial that but Bubba, you you got up there and played as well. Yeah, that was uh that was one of our Moonstomp events, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And um and it 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 was it was planned, but all of that happened right before it. So um right. Yeah, and Mochiletto All Stars were on that one, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about um, another sad occurrence um, in Terry's, Terry Hall from the specials, mm -hmm. his, his passing um, just before the holidays, um, an outpouring of, of love and appreciation and remembering, um, you know, someone who influenced, I mean, I, I knew he influenced a lot of bands, but just seeing on social media, you know, all the musicians and, and, and fans just mm -hmm. outpour of love. Um, uh, I'm blessed to have seen, you know, <laughs> numerous times over the years um but definitely definitely a big loss you know for for not just our scene but just world of music band that was super important right mm -hmm. in numerous for numerous reasons right yeah and there's our um puts here's a song terry hall toots and the metals the scatterlights okay. and you roy one of my favorite songs. And I had absolutely no idea who was Terry Hall until um, last week I decided to play the song again. And I recognized the name and I was able to put it together. Terry Hall, it, Wicked, Never Grow Old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, that's the song I think that got to the last Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, extremely well done. Yes. Nothing more to be deserved on that song. Yeah. Talking about that, that's this, from his uh, Scatterlights uh, mm -hmm. um, album, right? Scatterlights, uh huh. Scatterlights, you right, Terry Hall. The, the, the when you have that, when you have that kind of combination, it's gold. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, and Toots, uh, Toots and the Maytels announced, I think, yesterday that his daughter's going to be taking over singing, mm. and they're going to keep going, and she's going to, she's the lead singer now. 
Four Toots and the Maytals. The same band or uh, another band? Uh, I believe it's the, the same backing band he was using. That'll be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll check. Just, I just popped up on Instagram like on the second, I think. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Okay. Did everyone have a chance to see the specials with, over the years? Yeah. Yeah. One of my bands was, you know, played with them in 98. So that was. The hippos played with them at the glass house. Wow. How fun. Yeah. And then I got to see him when I was hung out with Wally and uh and um and Robert, and we got to see um them at Jimmy Kimmel a couple of years back. Nice. Oh, I, I think, think that was right before Linville got sick or something. Yeah. yeah. I saw their story on Instagram. And Wally was wearing his bomber jacket. I was like, oh, yeah. the bomber jacket is back out. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time that, that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, big. I got to see them at Punk Rock Bowling oh, last yeah. year. That was epic. They had just released their newer album. It was a really good shot. Videos, I was like in the pit. I don't yeah. go in pits, but, you know, for them, I wear. I heard that was quite it wasn't really a pit. It was more like little little dance dance area but that was the last time i saw them you so know, you know when you when you kind of see some bands for the first time or when you start going to concerts and you kind of get the chills like the specials give me the chills every time like every time that's how it, like there's very few bands that yeah that give me the chills every time mm -hmm. and, uh, the specials were one of them yes i would agree it, with you it like really tripped me out because I actually went to go see Roddy Radiation at Characters. It's a small, right. you know, place in Pomona. Uh, Gonzo actually throws stuff there. So he had him there and Zach and Dan were playing with them. Oh. So Zach actually texted me and was like, hey, like we're going to be in Pomona. And I hadn't seen Dan in forever. Like he literally disappeared because of the whole pandemic and just, you know, everybody's busy, but I have not seen him in so long. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to see Dan. Like, I miss him. That would be cool. And it's more intimate. And, you know, why not? And I saw him, like, literally right before I the whole, like, Terry Hall passed. So I just thought that was, like, a weird coincidence. Yeah, that, it was right before. Right? That I saw him and I saw and I heard, of the, you know, he plays some of the specials tunes. And then that happened. So it was pretty trippy to me. That was like the last, I guess, part, like specials that I heard live, but it wasn't the whole band. But still, yeah. I just thought that was pretty crazy, like the timing. Yeah, true. So you haven't seen the band and it's... No, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the band. I just oh, mean oh. like as far as recent, like oh, yes. yeah. the, it was just weird to me that I saw them and then I heard the songs and then like literally, I, I want to say like... These are the guys. Eh? Later, it was like, he's gone, so... Yeah. It's, it's a bum out, you know, but I, I remember the punk, that was the last time was the punk rock bowling. Yeah, no, I heard, I heard amazing things about that performance. Yeah. It was pretty epic. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Or Daryl, did either of you get to go to the music uh, benefit earlier this year? No, but I have friends that went and, and, uh, and I've seen some footage. It was pretty, pretty. I totally had FOMO. I've never had it so bad in my whole life until I saw those videos. <laughs> no, I, I really wanted to go. Unfortunately, um, uh, Lionel Richie was playing in Vegas, so that's where I was. <laughs> of course, of course <laughs> you were. Of course, and cool in the game too. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I was working Cali Vice Fest, but um, but no, I mean it, it was amazing to have to have Linville, Terry Hall, 
No, Linville was not there. Horace. Horace, yeah. Gary. Um, Jesse Michaels. Yes, and with oh, Jim Armstrong, and yeah, I mean it was it was it was pretty cool from what I from what I've seen uh, photos and, and videos of. So that was that was their last time here. Mm. His last time. So. That's a great event too. If anyone could ever swing going to those events, the music events, the Untouchables played it right before the pandemic. Um, For a good cause, yeah. Yeah, Jason. I don't know if you guys can see this. Jason was a very big part of it or his troop oh yeah they made some commemorative coins um i'll point you in the right direction hit me up on this the things the uh, socials but um yeah that music they they uh they provide instruments for kids that are learning how to play instruments and they, they can't oh. afford them and um i know a lot about that so it's it's a it's a really good organization so the next time that event pops up you know and I mean, you were rubbing elbows with like Shepherd Fairy and like Moby and like, you know what I mean? And you're just hanging out and it's a good time. And um, yeah, if you can swing it or support it or even buy merch or, you know, check it out. Mm -hmm. So um, now let's talk about looking ahead. First three months of 23 are, are, are pretty pretty darn busy there's a lot of a lot of great shows jackie you touched on some of um you have you have uh you have a couple um coming up um you can remind our listeners and, and viewers of bubba you as well and then we can talk about a few others okay um well the event this sunday is a, like we're just spinning but what's cool about it is that we actually just got the red variant of my record that came out this year on Blackbird. So we had the traditional black record, but now we have the, the red one. We were supposed to get them at the same time, but they had a little confusion at the plant. And we ended up saying, just send us what you guys have. We freaking waited like a million years already. Like I was just eager to have them. And then they were nice enough to be like, well, we'll give you the extras if you want cool. on us. It's, you know, our bad. But we had to wait a while until we got the red ones and we happened to get them not too long ago. So we're making a thing out of it. Whoever wants to swing by and purchase a record right then and there, no shipping. Um, I always like meeting everybody and signing stuff, which I never really did that before. But recently people are like, hey, can you sign my record? I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So <laughs> I'm doing kind of that and then just taking some merch. I got some leftover stuff uh, from the record release. We did a lot of merch revolved around the release that kind of all flows together like as far as prints shirts so that's yeah. this sunday and then the next one that i'm like really excited about is at the miracle theater in inglewood i'm going to be opening up for dave hilliard and the rock city seven and roger rivas so that's february 10th at the miracle theater in inglewood that's the Friday. so that's going to be a sick show Everyone so that's the go to that show Yes. Every, so, and and if you want to see Dave Hilliard here in, in the LA area, that's your that's your opportunity because the next night that's right. That now sold out Hepcat with um Bite Me Bambi and Dave Hilliard. And Dave Hilliard's support on the Hepcat show and and the Miracle Theater show, he's going to be headlining. Yes. You know the show, and then plus you got Jackie and you've got Roger and Roger um put his band together too. A lot of the, a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, it's gonna be, across it's gonna be a fun night for sure. But it's gonna be a good night. 
that'll be a good one um that's my soonest one that's nice. pretty much as of now what i'm going to be doing okay the beginning of the year yep and then we and then we touched on um steady 45s playing the, the dub club um we touched on the big Skyland show right Scotland, uh, yeah. yeah so Scotland's yes. on uh, the 28th and you got i think the delirians the 45s and western standard time are on that show as well as a bunch of other ska core bands and ska bands um i i, I don't i'm trying to remember who's headlining is it inspector yeah, yeah. i think oh, yeah. i saw inspector on the flyer yeah then what's the standard time with jesse wagner singing um yeah that'll that'll be a good one um and then we touched the planet smashers from uh that's right canada are coming down too yes half, half past two playing with them right 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 sorry yeah. i didn't mean to take away from stranger hole no, but okay. no 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 but that's that, a big one yeah but that is, south bay customs on january 12th yes and they're, they're playing down in san diego as well but yeah that's planet uh, smashers and and half past two and then yes we have we have uh, the legendary Stranger Cold <laughs> returning for the first time since you had to guess his last performance. Uh, about two thousand thirteen. All right, so so ten years, ten years since Stranger Cold's yeah. been. He um, came in Monty somewhere around here, right? Mm -hmm. And he'll be back by mm -hmm. Steady Forty Fives to do an incredible job in backing the legends. Um, and then on this particular show as well, we have the Legions, uh, cool band from from LA as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of legends came together to um, form that band. Yes, yeah, so some veterans from the scene, but yeah, cool, mm -hmm. cool band. Um, DJ Mila, Lady Isla, and um, Mark Mac. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, based on based on how cool and great the uh, Derek Morgan show was, um, we're happy to have another another big legend show coming. So yeah, let's sell that one out too, man. That sell that one out. Let's. We, that was so crazy. Not that I was like. I'm not trying to underestimate, but you know, like I just didn't, I just didn't expect that. So out of nowhere, and everybody started freaking out, like, "Oh my yeah. god, I didn't get a ticket!" I'm all, we all thought, "Oh, we could just walk up and whatever." No, well, no. I, I was fine, but I mean, like as far as everybody else, get your tickets early and and another opportunity to see the veterans Ocean Eleven, which which, uh, um, just seeing the footage from from the from the last show then obviously seeing them at Derek Morgan I mean those they're sounding as tight as ever so mm -hmm. that's a big one um I know interrupters are going back around yeah like, the interrupters are doing a headlining nationwide tour and uh I got they got Hepcat on some dates they got the skins on some dates yeah it's, yeah so some cool events happening I'm, I'm the, sure. the supernova ska fest out in uh Virginia Yes, that's, right. that's going to be huge because yeah. Tokyo Ska yeah. is coming out. Ooh. That's a big yeah, yeah. That one's they. That one's a three-day festival, but they announced today they might be adding a fourth day on the Thursday before for oh, free. For free, okay. And, <laughs> and there's going to be after parties on Friday and Saturday, and you mm -hmm. got Tokyo Ska, Fishbone, Don Letts, Pie Tasters, Voodoo Glow Skull, Suicide Machines, Stranger Cold. Uh, yep. Yeah, and then you got the duelers are coming out, the ska flaws, the planet smashers are on that yeah. one too. I mean, that's just to name a few, and there's gonna be more bands announced soon. <laughs> <laughs> but Bubba, Bubba, might 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 you be out there? I'm gonna be out there for sure. Um, 
I'm going to be out there partying with Roger Rivas all all three or four days for sure. Cool. Um, I may or may not appear on one of those stages, but uh, <laughs> well, I'll be there. Awesome. I already got my tickets. Well, we're gonna have to well, <laughs> Junior and I might take a road trip. Um, yeah. So, so exciting time, right? For the for for the scene with some with some good shows, um, and and I think that uh, twenty three is poised to be just as just as uh, fun, right, and exciting as as last year. Well, I think one big thing that we're all a part of is uh, what started filming last year. And hopefully we'll continue this year and be released at the end of the year is the steady beat film. Steady beat film. Yes. Yes. Hey. Big props to Kat and, and, and Louis. Yes. For, uh, for that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're excited. Mm-hmm. That one definitely, definitely well needed. And, um, and to, to hear, to hear about the nineties scene and everything that Lewis helped um you know create and keep vibrant so yes the, the real story yeah real story <laughs> yeah. from the horse's mouth that's right that's right um well as we're as we're reaching our destination any any parting words i know that we could we could go on and on and and um we, we really appreciate your your time here everyone thank you and anyone going to <laughs> everyone just gets quiet April? I really want to go to April, uh, April to April, Mexico. Um, I want to, there's, there's been what, two shows announced uh, in Mexico city already for this. And you're really on top of stuff. Yeah. The tennis. Yeah. I mean, you're really, so I I don't know. I I might be out in Mexico a few times this year as well. All right. Missing those shows. And I hear about these Mexico City shows, and I see everyone having. What was the time, my friend? I know I've, I've missed them too. They're doing. Go ahead. Wait, yeah, go is it the Pioneers? Right. Yes, the Pioneers are playing. So they, they are, they're the tenth, June tenth, uh, Clarendonians, April fifteenth. Clarendonians, yeah. And I, I just want to tell everybody. I mean, like, come out, support. You know, um, if you can, if you can, if you can spare the, the the change you know to get into some of these shows some of them are free some of them are cheap some of them aren't cheap and and i understand that but um if you can go go i mean you know a lot of these bands they're not going to be around forever they're not going to be touring forever you know the agrolites are still playing i mean go out and see them they got a show coming up in north hollywood uh oh yeah the, the knitting factory that's real yeah the new knitting factory in north hollywood formerly the federal bar right um dave hilliard the slacker hepcat has a bunch of shows this year um you know anytime and then support support the new bands too um there's a lot there's a lot of new bands that we didn't even name um you know so very well said yes uh, and 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 if you can you know support support all forms and waves um and 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 if there's any promoters watching this you know mix it up I know in other cities and other other spots around the country they do mix it up. In LA, we're notorious for kind of like segregating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it just kind of I think the scene just worked out that way, but um, maybe just because there's more of us in general. But um, I I the scenes the scene the scene goes through its its waves, and uh, I think it's really important to try to support each other. Um, promoters support each other. Bands support each other. 
and um and uh, i got stuff planned for this year that i'm working on too that i hope helps helps boost things a little bit more as well Vibe. yeah and bring your nieces and nephews and your cousins and your bring the young yeah bring the young in exactly yeah yes so you guys are looking forward to a massively exciting 2023 it seems lots of stuff you're working on daryl Right. I'm working. I'm working on my my fiftieth year on this planet. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the yeah. But I thought you you some new releases. Uh no, I'm I'm having a re-releases, right? No, I'm I'm having a private birthday party on on the fiftieth. You guys will get invitations, <laughs> but it's going to be a couple big bands that are going to be playing from they haven't oh, played for about oh. twenty five years. So wow. Yeah. Oh, in addition to the recording, right? Just some recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all right. So that's what I'm looking forward to in June. Right. <laughs> in when June? June, correct. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll keep my calendar clear. Yeah. It's not gonna be the, the weekend of the pioneers now, now that I know. <laughs> the clear, clear audience. <laughs> nice. Well, um, thank you. Thank you all for uh for joining us here on this special uh 2022 year in review. And it's great mm -hmm. hearing some of your your backstories and and passions and um thank you all too for all that you do for the scene and thank all the you best guys for 20 that was gonna yeah, say yeah. thank you eric and thank you junior um, you guys have, i mean reggae nucleus eric over here right i mean <laughs> you know these guys right here they've they've been doing all kinds of stuff for the scene for decades now and now that now we're doing this this podcast and video cast and uh you know the work never ends Mm -hmm. Well, we, we, we appreciate that. And Junior, Junior's always been such a big inspiration and uh, three radio shows a week or four. I'm not, I, I lose track, but um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to have them and, and, and to be doing this. And, and uh, this is our, this is our 51st episode here. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. Perfect. Yeah. One year older than, than, than me and, and, and soon to be down. So. <laughs> Uh, well, Junior, I think we reached our destination. Yes, right? sir. Thank you so much, Thank you guys. Appreciate you guys. Bye, Carol. Bye, Bubba. Bye, Bye, Jackie. Bye, Bubba. See you guys soon. Good yes. to see you guys. in 2023. This yes. year, going to bring us together. We will. We will see. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. We'll see you at the Free Untouchables show, also, too. Yeah, there you go. There right. you and go. at Jackie's show. And at the Grasshopper. All the shows. <laughs> Thanks everyone for the ongoing support out there, whether you listen or watch us, and please subscribe to our. Uh, YouTube channel, follow us on um, Instagram at History of LA Ska and join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Follow this gentleman. Yes, and this series is produced by Rockery Radio. Uh, you can find them at Rockery at Rockery underscore radio. Yeah, Rockery Radio at Rockery underscore. <laughs> Did I say that? At, at Rockery underscore radio. And you can follow this gentleman at, at Junior Francis. And as, as we've all said, please get out and support the local scene. Mm -hmm. Until next time, everyone have a wonderful night. Jackie. Good night. Bye. 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 Take care, everyone. Take care. All right. Bye-bye now. Later.